Hi, MDRT. It's Laura. Uh, thank you for tuning in to episode number 22 of the MDRT podcast. Uh, we are doing a three-part series on why the NYC uh, marathon should be your next race. And this is the last one. Uh, welcome, Dr. Emily Stoneman of Michigan um, for joining me today. I had a lot of fun talking to Emily. Um, we go way back. She um, ran the New York City Marathon in 2016, and there was a what we call the OG meetup uh, three years ago, and we met then. Since then, her life has uh, taken a lot of twists and turns. She is so open and honest and um, is so inspiring. She had a very tumultuous year, the end of 2018, and is just coming back stronger. Um, She is an amazing mother to two wonderful kids. Um, They are hearing impaired. She goes into detail about um, raising them and is now a single mom and is just flourishing. I'm really so proud of her and I'm really proud to call uh, Emily a friend of mine. So please enjoy this conversation. Hello, can you hear me, Emily? Hello, can you hear me? I can hear you. Oh, yay. I always forget to tell people to turn off their Bluetooth. Like for some reason, it messes with it. Oh, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Welcome to welcome to the podcast. It's thank your turn. You. Um, uh, thank you for making time. Are you Are you at work? Are you? Um... Yeah, I'm in my office right now. I have um, I have the morning for like admin time, so okay. I'm just locked in my office here. Okay. You're like, tell everyone I'm doing an interview. So don't. A very important <laughs> interview. Yes, exactly. Oh, I'm so excited. Um, well, thanks again. Um, how's everything going today? Uh, things are good. How about you? It's good. Um, I'm, <laughs> I know I didn't, I, I like to say I just ran a marathon, like for literally a month after yeah it does feel that way it It takes a lot out of you it 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 really does but did you run today uh not yet I'm going to run I had my kids this morning so I'm going to run after work today great yeah awesome well now we can officially call you Dr. Emily Stoneman because that's right it's official now yeah yes the hospital has changed her name Congratulations. Thank you. It took months. To uh, did you have to that. walk around with your ID saying your other name for a while? Well, that's the thing is my ID actually had the correct name, but it was like the computer system and everything yeah. else that was still Schumann. Right. Uh, so it was really confusing for people. So I felt kind of bad about that. Um, right. But now everything is Stoneman. I'm good. All set. Yeah. Yeah. All the paperwork. Yes. Is set. Um, well, you, um, I wanted to like go back. You, you grew up in Michigan too. Is that right? Cause you live there now. Yes. Yeah. And then you went to Vanderbilt for medical school. Correct. 
And you know my practice partner. Yes, um, Lisa. Lisa Jackson. Yeah, Lisa was in my medical school class, and Lisa is amazing. And she's so <laughs> tall and gorgeous. <laughs> I know. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, that's our one connection. She's, she was like, one day, she's like, how do you know Emily? Yeah, and I was it's like, really random. I know, it's great. I was like, Emily's my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> We've never met, no, we've met a couple times, and she's like, oh, you, guys, you guys are runners, but um, I haven't seen you in a while. You used to come to New York quite a bit, and you trained a little in New York. Is that right? Well, so I lived in New York from 2011 to 2014, so I was actually done with my training. Oh, okay. You, were, you had um, a real job here. <laughs> yeah, so I was on the faculty at Cornell. My ex-husband was doing his, his surgical fellowship at that time, so that's when I was in. So that's kind got of my it. New York connection. Got it. And got my it. former in-laws still live there, so we used to come visit all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we, you know, you still do races here. So I expect to see you. I do. Here. Yeah. So I'm doing, I'm so excited. I'm doing the NYC half in March uh, and I haven't done that race. race. Yeah. I haven't oh. done that race since they changed the course. I did it yeah. a couple of years before, on the old course. So I'm really excited about that. Yeah. No, it's, I'm very excited you're coming back. Um, were you, but, and you've done New York, the New York city marathon uh, at least twice. I've done, now? It, I've done it twice. Yeah. So I did it. The first time I did it was in 2016, and that that was the first time that I met you. Yes, and I mean, was... I like look at that picture. <laughs> yeah, that was like it's the OG so funny. Yes. of VRT meetup, yes, like way back in the day. Way yeah. back in the day, like Diane was yep. there, Lisa, and Lisa, Candice, yeah. and like we look like babies, and we're like, <laughs> we're like introducing ourselves and we're and we didn't realize like we're meeting our bffs forever so yeah yeah Yeah. and then i i did it again in 2017 because i i got very lucky and i got in through the lottery two years in a row that's just not right emily yeah it's not right it's it's not fair it's not right um but we'll get in um to all the running in in a second but um so you haven't been, so you're coming back in, um, in March. What are right. you doing until then? Are you doing the Disney races? I feel like yeah. you're doing it. <laughs> so I'm doing, yeah, I'm doing the dopey challenge. Yeah. Again. So um, explain to people, I'm sure people know, but just if you don't. Yeah. So basically it's this completely crazy, crazy. Thing where, it's insane. <laughs> yeah. It's four days in a row and you do a 5k the first day, 10k the second day, half marathon, the third day, and then full marathon. The That's fourth nuts. Day. And, but it's like, you get up at like three in the morning yep. or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. Because... The races start at five because they have to start before the parks open. Um, so that's really the hardest part is just getting up super early in the morning right. and getting to the start. Right. Um, but the races are super fun. I had such a blast doing it last year and I'm really excited. Oh, There's you did it last of... year too. Oh yeah. That's yeah. Right. Or I guess this year. Yeah. That's right. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. then uh, you're training for that again right now. Yes. How is it running? I don't know, like a 5k, 10k that I guess that's not so bad, but um, I've never done a half in a full you know, subsequent to each other. So like, or back to back. So how, how is that? You know, it was, it was fine. And the thing is that you're doing these races for fun. It's not like you're actually racing all out, which I think yeah. makes a huge difference. Like you're stopping a lot for pictures and it was probably like my slowest half and full marathon times ever. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, so it, it actually wasn't that bad. I just remember after I finished the full, I was just so tired. Yeah. And I got back to my hotel room and I was starving. Um, and I really wanted to order room service. Like I was in bed and the phone was on the other side of the bed and I just like <laughs> physically could not get over to the other side of the bed. And I was right. just like, forget it. I'm going to sleep. Right. But when I, when I woke up the next day, I felt totally fine. Like I just jumped out of bed. I felt great. So yeah. it really, it's really not that bad. I think it's more just like getting up super early every day. Yeah, that's uh-huh. true. Yeah. And then the full takes, you know, several hours from 5am and you're, you know, running till mid morning. Um, yeah. And <laughs> I just can't believe how tired, but <laughs> thankfully there's a lot of good food there to be eaten after. Oh yeah. No, I, I carb loaded like a champion. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. And you have to make it like a full five days, I'm guessing, because you need like some extra days to like actually see the parks and stuff. Yeah. And I, because the races are so early, I was able to go to the parks like afterward, but you have to get there like the day before to pick up your bib and yeah. Um, and staying the day after the marathon was definitely a good decision instead of trying to like run to the airport and yeah. catch a catch a flight. Yeah. Um, is is that basically... what you're doing this year too? No, I'm yeah, I'm staying um until Monday, which is oh. the day after the marathon. And I actually made my flight a little later in the day so I can sleep in a little bit and relax. Nice. Nice. Who what other ladies are doing it? Do you know? Because I know you, Cindy Larson. Did you not meet her last year? Was yeah, that... so we yeah. actually ran the full together. Yes, really fun. <laughs> we had we had a lot of fun. Yeah, um, yeah. There's going to be a bunch of us there this year. I know uh, Jennifer Sun is also doing. Oh yeah, uh, be, yeah. So a bunch of us will will be oh. there. It's it's going to be really fun. So fun. Is that um. Is that Martin Luther King weekend or maybe the weekend? No, it's before that. It's okay. Like, it's kind of an awkward time. It's like the weekend after like winter break ends for kids. Okay. So I'm not bringing my kids because yeah. I have to pull them out of school. And also it's actually just more fun to go. Right. Um, to be honest. Do, they, do you talk to them about that? Like <laughs> I do. Of- yeah. <laughs> and last year I was like, yeah, I'm going to Florida. And they were like, where in Florida, mom? Yeah. <laughs> so They're like, oh, you wouldn't be interested in it. It's just, yeah. you know, mommy's going on a little trip. <laughs> boring yeah 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 so um can we talk about your kids a little bit because um first of all lily is the cutest little girl i've ever seen in my life she's got these like curly this curly hair that's just gorgeous and um your son jonah right he yes turned nine this year yeah he just turned nine last month and lily lily just turned six earlier this fall um and they were born hearing impaired. Is that right? Like they, did you, um, Jonah was nine. And then when did you notice he had an issue with hearing? Yeah. So Jonah was actually, he was two and he had just started in preschool and his teacher actually noticed that he was having trouble. Uh, it seemed like he was having trouble understanding and communicating like in the loud classroom setting. And I was actually pregnant with Lily at that time and we took him in and got his hearing checked and found out that he had um, what was kind of a mild hearing loss at that point. So he got hearing aids and he was doing great. Does hearing loss imply that they feel you feel like his hearing was actually quite normal at some point in early in infancy or 
Yeah, we think it was because he actually had passed, you know, because all newborns get their hearing tested when they're born. Okay. He had done fine with all that. Right. And so we think he we think he had kind of a progressive hearing loss and we didn't really notice it. Like it was pretty subtle. We didn't really notice it. Right. You know, toddlers, they don't listen to us anyway. Exactly. Yeah. And he had normal speech, but it was just when he was in like a louder setting, he just had trouble communicating. Um, Right. What a perceptive um, teacher, honestly. I know that was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, wow. Yeah. And then Lily, um, so Again, I was pregnant with Lily when I found out that Jonah had hearing loss. And then when, when Lily was born, she actually failed the newborn hearing test. Huh. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, you have to be kidding me. And I took her in. I remember she was, like, just a couple weeks old. And I took her in for, like, the follow-up test to see if she really did have hearing loss. And I was by myself. Uh, I had her, like, strapped to my chest and, like, the baby Bjorn. Yeah. Took her to, to the audiologist. We were living in New York City at the time. Yeah. And uh, took her in and they were, they did the test and they were like, yeah, your baby is deaf. And I was just like, oh my gosh, you gotta be kidding me. Wow. And I just remember I like went out, like I just had a baby. I was like totally like hormonal. And I went out of that building and I like sat down on the sidewalk with the baby like strapped to my chest. And I like just started bawling, like yeah. weeping. Yeah. And it's New York. And people were like, are they were stopping. They're like, are you okay? okay. I was like, I'm fine. I'm fine. So that was, that was really rough. So she ended up getting hearing aids as well. And then both of them, the type of hearing loss that they have is, is progressive. Yeah. Um, and so both of them ended up getting cochlear implants eventually. Um, yeah. Jonah, when he was three and yeah. Lily, uh, she got them earlier when she was one. Cause she was basically completely deaf. Huh. And do they, I don't know, I'm, I'm guessing they got like genetic testing and stuff like that. Is we, yeah, there? we did. So we think they have some, there's a genetic disorder called Pendred syndrome, which basically just causes this progressive hearing loss um, and that can potentially cause like some thyroid issues later in life. We were, we were just worried. We wanted to make sure there wasn't like some serious other stuff that we had to worry about, but it turns right. out there's not. It's really just the hearing is the, is the huh. problem. Yeah. All right. So the great, I mean, it was, it was really challenging. Um, I mean, I'm sure. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because both of them needed multiple surgeries and there was speech therapy and audiology appointments. Uh, the good news now is they're, they're nine and six now. And if you met my kids, you would have no idea that they're that's, deaf. Like they have crazy, completely normal speech. They're in regular classrooms. It's like, it's amazing, but it that's was a lot amazing. of work. To get I'm to sure. Yeah. I mean, and you know, you deserve all the credit in the world for organizing, arranging and, you know, you know, mothering your, your kids the way you have. I, I mean, that's, that's, that's amazing. Um, so how much can they hear um, like during say class? So they can hear pretty normally. They do struggle a little bit in kind of louder settings, uh, just like distinguishing speech. And so their teachers, so their um, their devices that they have uh, actually have like Bluetooth basically. And so their teachers wear a microphone that basically streams directly to their devices that they wear um, right. so that they can understand the teacher a little bit better. But they yeah. both. They both do really well. I mean, it's, right. it's really, the technology is amazing. It's incredible. That's, that's yeah. 
that's great. So they wear like a little on top of obviously their their implants. They have um like a little Bluetooth like uh ear pierce ear yeah, piece or something. They have the the cochlear implant. There's like an internal device, um, and then they each wear like an external microphone. Um, that it basically has like a little magnet. Like they have a magnet implanted in their skull, and the uh, external device basically kind of attaches to that. Um, it has a microphone that transmits the sound sort of into their, you know, uh, into their cochlea, essentially. Wow. Yeah, it's wow. really, it's incredible. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They're like part robotic. They're these like my bionic babies. Yeah. Do yeah. That, does that equipment um, need to be like updated or like, do they need regular, I don't know, you know, surgeries and stuff like that or... Not really. They do get, um, so my son last year got his external devices upgraded. So now it's like iPhone <laughs> compatible. Wow. <laughs> what? Yeah. But the internal device is supposed to be good for decades. Um, yeah. I mean, it's possible there may be better technology in the future um, and that they may choose to get surgery again. But right now the plan is they'll just keep the internal part and then um, get upgrades as the external as devices yes. are. And updated. when you say the external part got like, got an upgrade to be iPhone compatible, what does that mean? Like, what can you do? So basically like my, so my son has an iPad and like the sound from the iPad just streams directly to his device. That's nuts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he, um, but it's, um, he can hear other things like in the room while he's yes, like, say, yeah. watching the iPad. Yeah, exactly. Just, like, yeah. It's sort of like if you had headphones on turned down to like a very low volume. Got it. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> How has the school been working with, you know, your kids and everything? They've been great, but honestly, my kids don't need a whole lot. I mean, it's really just this like microphone thing and then they have, um, a teacher consultant who comes in a couple times a year and just makes sure that everything is going okay. But yeah, yeah they don't really have a lot of special education needs. They're in just like a mainstream regular classroom. Right. Right. Uh, so it's been, it's been totally fine. Awesome. That's, yeah. And they don't feel, you know, you can't really see anything on the outside or, you know, you can. Friends. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's sort of, it looks kind of like a hearing aid, the thing that they wear. Yeah. Um, and you can see it. You can see it less in my daughter because they're right. Her hair. Um, yes. And they're still at the age where kids ask about it, but it's more out of curiosity. There hasn't been any bullying yet. Yeah. Um, and I do worry about that in the future. Um, so we'll we'll see. Hopefully, I won't have we'll to go all we'll mama see. bear on. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't, you don't think it has affected their self-esteem or anything like that as far as you can tell? I don't think so. I mean, they're really just regular kids. I mean, they play sports. They do everything that other kids do. Yeah. Uh, so I really don't think so. Every once in a while, my son, the, who's older, will ask, why, you know, why was I born this way? And I'll just say, yeah. I don't know. You just, that's yeah. just the way you are. Yeah. You know, it's like some people can't see. Well, he also can't see. He wears glasses, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know. But it, I just tell him it's just the same thing. It's like kids who have to wear glasses. It's just your ears don't work. And, yeah. you know, this is what we did to to make it better. Yeah. Does he seem to be satisfied with that, that answer? He is. Yeah. And he really, he doesn't really seem to think about it too much. They just kind of, you know, they just live yeah. their lives. Yeah. Yeah. 
and they have the added advantage you've told me when they um don't want to listen to you they like yes. turn off they turn off their ears yes their they ears. can literally take off the external part and just be yeah. like i can't hear you yeah, and they, yeah. can't. <laughs> they can't they can actually read lips um yeah. But yeah. if they don't look at me, yeah. Yeah. They're like, I can't see you. I can't hear you. It's like, really frustrating yeah. when they do that. Yeah. But Kids also- like to be assholes no matter yes. what, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's, it's actually really, it's really funny too. Yeah. So yeah, they, there are some advantages in life. They don't want to, you know, listen to mommy. They literally can't listen to her. So. Right. Oh, well. <laughs> um. So the last time I saw you, you were in New York, it was 2018. Yes, it was last summer. It was last summer, and your whole life was just changing a whole lot. <laughs> yeah. That, yes. That's right. That is the last time I saw it you. It is, yeah. and I bought you a glass of wine. <laughs> yeah, at, at like lunchtime. I remember yes. you out for lunch. Yes. And actually, was... we had two lunches. We did. Because, yeah. you like, were so literally, nice. no, I mean, I literally feel like everything was moving in slow motion. Yes. and. We had one lunch um, that we had arranged and you're like, my life is crazy right now. And then I was like, well, we need to see, I need, then I was like, go back and get more information. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Figure out what's going on. And then you're going to meet me for lunch again. And then we had lunch again. And then I was like, what the fuck is happening? Emily? <laughs> yeah. It, that was completely insane. Yeah. So that was, so that was in July of 2018. Yeah. And so like two, so that was our annual sort of family trip to New York city that we would take every year with the kids to visit my ex-husband's parents who live in the city as well. And like two days before we went on that trip, uh, we were, my ex-husband and I were driving to pick up my daughter from her, from preschool. And, um, And he was just, he just told me in the car that he had been unhappy for years and he wanted a divorce. And this was all just like a complete shock to me. Like did not see this coming. Yeah. In retrospect, maybe I should have, but like no idea. Yeah. And so I was just like in complete shock, like didn't know what to do. And we had this trip two days later and I was like, well, am I, are we still going on this trip? trip. Like should we go? And he's like, oh yeah, you should definitely come. So it was just like this weird limbo state um, because yeah. we had this conversation. Um, he told me at that point he'd already met with a lawyer, uh, but he wasn't planning on, you know, doing anything else until we kind of figured things out. So I really had no idea. Like when I got together with you, I, I was just like in complete shock, had no yeah. idea like what the future held for me. It was a very right. bizarre time. I was like, what's going on? Yeah. That and I had no idea what crazy. was going on Yeah. Uh, so fast forward, um, you got like the fastest divorce that I've ever yes, like, witnessed was- in my entire was- life, actually. Yeah. Like I have friends who live upstairs me. We're very close. And I think they started a divorce process like, I don't know, six years ago. And they're yeah. st- they're yeah. still not divorced. Right. So um, it from that point, I don't know, it just escalated. And um, yeah, you know, now you're happily divorced, but it was. It was quite, um, you know, quite a thing to to witness. It must have been really traumatic. But. It was very traumatic. And I, I think, yeah, it all just sort of unfolded very quickly. And I think part of the reason it happened so quickly is that he had been planning it for like months in advance and had yeah. everything already kind of figured out. Yeah. So I was just sort of like playing catch up, trying right. not to get screwed over essentially. Right. 
Right. So yeah, we got back from New York. I went and met with a lawyer and in Michigan, uh, they have a six month waiting period if you have kids, but we were able to get that waived because we did this. And I, I, like looking back, I have no idea how, like how I even like survived. I have no idea how you survived that. Yeah, but they have this thing called a collaborative divorce, which is the craziest term ever. Right. <laughs> but basically, if you can like sit down like in the room, like the two of you and your lawyers and come up with an agreement, you basically you don't have to go through a judge and all that. You can just okay. sign this agreement. And so we did that. And I like yeah. I have no idea how, but we did. Because yeah. okay. I was so angry. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a really, really hard time. And during that time, like during the few months after that, like things started to unfold and I kind of realized what was actually going on. Right. And background, you know, know, like trail and all that. Right. Good riddance to and, you know, thank God the poise that you showed during that time. I just don't even know. I would literally, you know, (laughs) how you restrained yourself from. Yeah. From, (laughs) you know hurting people at the time right. but <laughs> yes I did not commit any felonies yes um yeah. although we all offer to I know, know I help really you hide bodies that. and such yeah. I think a bunch of us were like we're gonna come and help you know we're gonna have some shovels and yeah. dig some holes and if yeah. a, a body happens to drop into it you know we're you know I don't know what happened we're just gonna throw some dirt over it and pretend like it didn't happen yeah, but exactly. anyway <laughs> Yeah, but um, I, we didn't need to do that. It was fine. we didn't need to do that. Yeah. It's fine. So um, you bought a house like in the neighborhood, is that right? I did. Yeah. So in the middle of all, so we signed our divorce agreement in September. So like two months after this, you know, this whole. Process I know. Started. I saw you in July, and you got divorced in September. Well, the divorce wasn't actually finalized until December. Okay. Uh, but yeah, we, <laughs> all right. Two months later, our, we basically signed our marriage away in September. And I closed on a new house in October. And again, looking back, I have no idea like how I, how I did that, but I did bought a new house, moved out, um, and basically started my life over. Um, and you know, now I look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm in such a, such a better place now, but I just, right. it's all like such a blur. I really have, have no, no right. Idea. I mean, I can't even imagine in yeah. two months being like, okay, well. The life that I've lived for many years is going to completely change. And yeah. I have two young children who their entire world is going to be, you know, rocked Yeah, by this news. And, and how were they? They seem pretty fantastic. Like your kids are resilient and amazing. Um, but just walking through your kids through a tough time like that, it must have been very, you know, bewildering to them like confusing yeah it was hard and I think probably the hardest part for me was there was a couple months while we were sorting things out where we just pretended everything was fine and to me I felt like we were just sort of living a lie and then finally we sat the kids down and told them what was going on or actually he told them because I told him like I I was not going to say anything basically yeah on him um and like they were really upset when we first told them, but they've, I think they've, I mean, they're very resilient, as you said, they've adapted really quickly to their new life. I think that I especially made it as easy as possible for them by buying a house in the same neighborhood. They didn't have to switch schools. 
they basically go back and forth between our houses. Um, and so really just try to like make the focus on them. Yeah. Uh, which actually really helped get through the whole thing. Right. Was just making sure that they were okay. Um, but they're doing great now. I mean, occasionally, yeah. like, especially Lily is very, att- she's very much a mama's girl. She's very attached to me. Yeah. And sometimes she'll ask tough questions. She'll be like, why did you leave daddy? Cause it kind of looks like I left. Right. Cause I moved out. Right. And that's really, you're hard. like, oh no, no. <laughs> yeah. And so I've been honest with her. I mean, I told her I moved out because I couldn't afford to stay in that house on my own. Cause we had a very large house together that I couldn't afford on my salary. And I told her that daddy didn't want to be married to me anymore. Um, you know, and she was like, Oh, okay. But it's, it's tough. Cause every once in a while they will ask questions or they'll ask like, why isn't my family like all my friends' families? And those, those moments are hard, but overall they're really doing great. I mean, yeah. they, they really didn't miss a beat. I mean, it's, it's really great to see. Yeah. Do you guys, do you guys share them like 50, 50? Yeah. It's 50, 50. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is there a set schedule or um, you just kind yeah. of make it based on your whatever call schedules or whatever? No, we have a very fixed schedule that was written into our divorce agreement. Okay. I, so I have them uh, Mondays and Wednesdays and then every other weekend. And then he has Tuesday, Thursday, every other weekend. Okay. I mean, we do switch things around every once in a while. Um, if like one if you have, is... or, yeah, if you're going away for a week or yeah. something. Yeah. Or if I'm like going to London for a week to run a marathon. Yay! Like yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, there is some flexibility, but it's pretty, it's a pretty fixed. And I think that's good for the kids to have like a routine. Like they know on certain days, this is where they're going to be. And it's, it's been good for them to have that. Yeah. Yeah. So like, do you pick them up, you know, on you know, in the morning or what happens? Like, yeah. So, uh, so today, so I had them last night. Um, so I dropped them off at school this morning Yeah, and then he picks them up after school. So the great thing about our schedule is we never have to see each other really. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> it's just the kids going to school yes. and then someone yeah. picks them up exactly. and then, and then what, how do you guys work holidays? So that's, that's a little bit trickier. So like he had them over Thanksgiving, um, and I'll have them for, for Christmas. So we basically just divide it up. Like the winter break is yeah. two weeks. So I'll have them for Christmas week and he'll have them the week after. Okay. Yeah. And then summers, I guess you have to work out. Yeah. Summers. I mean, they kind of go to, um, like when we're in town, they go to day camps every, like different camps every week. So it's just kind of like being in school. Yeah. Um, and we do have a deal that each of us gets them for two weeks over the summer, like just, for, you know, for vacation or whatever. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, it's tough. It is. Yeah. And I have to say at first, like it was really hard for me to be away from the kid. Like that was really devastating. Like every time I would drop them off and I knew I wouldn't see them again for a few days. But now I'm getting kind of used to it. And it's like, yeah. I mean, I have a lot more free time now, I have to say, right. Um, right. to go running and do other go running. things. To yeah. do other things. Well, that's what I want to talk. So <laughs> are you dating Emily, <laughs> Emily Stoneman? <laughs> I am. Yeah. And I can't even keep up. Like, I don't even know which boyfriend you're talking about Oh, sometimes. well, I haven't really had that many boyfriends. Um, All right. Only, <laughs> only really like 
two. Only two. Um, yeah. Well, that's uh, that's two more than I've had <laughs> in many years. So I like to um, live vicariously. So what is it like dating? Like, you know, you know, it's actually really fun. And I was like, when I got divorced, I was like, oh, there's no way I'm ever dating again. And part of it is like, you look at yourself and I'm just like, I'm 42 years old. I have two yeah. kids. Like who would ever want to go out with me and it turns out that people do yes Um, (laughs) because you know what being 42 and divorced with two kids not that your boyfriends are like you but there are plenty of men who are in their 40s with two kids um, who are divorced and then plenty of other people who understand life is life and yeah um, are interested in you know no matter what age you are like, and 42 is, is probably on the young side, to be honest. Yeah. It actually out is. There. Yeah. That, yeah. That's kind of what I realized. Is because, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's actually been really fun because I think when I was dating in my twenties, it's all about finding like the one, right? Like right. the guy you're going to marry and have babies with. And now I'm like, well, I already did that. And I don't yeah. want to do that again. Like, yeah. I'm, done. <laughs> I'm good on that. And so now it's really just about having fun um, yes. and hanging out with people who are fun and interesting. And yeah. it's, it's been really great actually. I've yeah. been, I mean, there are, so I, I think I posted a little bit on MDRT about my online dating experience, which was actually relatively horrifying, like in yeah. general. Yeah. Tell um, me, tell us again. <laughs> but I, I think it's just that there are so many, and I had forgotten this since I hadn't dated in so long, but there's so many creepy guys out there. There's so many creepy guys out there. Yes. They're just and like I, yeah. the bottom of the barrel human yes. beings. <laughs> yes. And I think that the creepy factor gets concentrated as we get older. Cause like a lot of the good guys are taken, right? Like right. In the forties. And, and who else is trolling like the internet to like date people? So. Yeah. And I mean, there are a lot of great guys too. Don't get me wrong, but just sure. like, like some of the stuff that people like the messages people would send me were just like so gross. <laughs> and so I'm kind of over that. Like, I don't know if I want to do that. Like I, I was on match.com for like a month and then I met the guy that I'm dating now. And like, if it doesn't work out with this guy, will I do it again? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I did wind up, you know, meeting this guy who I'm dating now, who I really like, and he's really fun to hang out with um, yeah so, you know we'll see what happens but yeah it's, it's been it's actually been really fun and refreshing actually yeah and I think the best part for me has been because I was married to a surgeon dating non-physicians is like the greatest thing ever because <laughs> they think they think I'm so amazing they're like you're a doctor and a mom and you run marathons and I'm like yeah yeah uh, yeah I do all those things yeah and people are like totally blown away that that's like even possible to do yeah. that yeah I well for sure I think the surgeon factor is there but um I don't know I think we sell ourselves short all the time totally yeah you know mm-hmm. and we don't think of ourselves as like doing something special and um and you know apparently your ex-partner or whatever like didn't appreciate you and you were living that life for many many years and yeah. now you're getting a taste of what a normal person would think of you. Yes, yes. You know yes. what I'm saying? Like yeah, I totally you do. were taken yeah. for granted and yes. like didn't weren't appreciated for your full value. And now you are and you're like, oh, this is a normal human being reacting right. to who, yes. who I actually am. And it's so it's so good to see that, Emily. So yeah, it's really great. It yeah. Is. Yeah. So tell us about your your guy. 
Um, well, <laughs> I mean, you don't have to tell us his name or anything, but yeah. Um, I mean, he's the age that I am. Um, yeah. He has. What does he do? Ish. Like you don't have to specifically. So he's in, he's out in marketing. Um, okay. For a for a sports drink. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which actually really, it's really interesting because he um, interacts with a lot of like athletes and athletic teams for sponsorships. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. Um, yeah. And it's just nice to like be with someone who does something that's totally different from what yeah. I do and like has a different outlook on life. Yeah. Does um, he, is he sporty? He is. Yeah. So he does run occasionally. Um, yeah. He plays tennis and has been trying to I'm terrible at tennis um yeah so he's been trying to recruit me to play with him and I promised that I would but it hasn't it hasn't quite happened yet now it's like yeah. December in Michigan yeah <laughs> um, does he um does he have like um like has he been married or have kids or anything yeah, like yeah. He's, he's divorced um he's been divorced for a couple of years and he, so he has three kids. Okay. Uh, including four-year-old twins. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. And so, I mean, I really like this guy, but I'm like, oh, do I really want to be a mom of five? I don't know. Right. Um, so, so, you know, right now it's just pretty casual. We just have a good time together. Yeah. Um, you know, has it both- been, have you seen his kids or it's too, that would be too much. I, I haven't yet. And I, you know, I have in my divorce agreement, I have, you know, we have it written there that it has to, um, like I would have to clear it with my ex-husband, you know, okay. before I introduce. And so it really has to be like on a very serious level, I think before getting the right. kids involved. Right. Um, and I just, I feel like for my kids, it's too soon. Um, yeah. you know, so I haven't interacted with his kids. I mean, I've seen tons of pictures. We talk about our kids all the time, um, you know, which, you know, I had dated someone before who doesn't have kids and it's really hard to relate and for them, for that person to understand my life. Yeah. Um, and this, you know, this guy, we're both like super busy with work and our kids and it's just, you know, we just try to squeeze in time together when we can, but it's just nice to have someone who like gets my life and what it's right. like. Yeah, being right. a single parent. Yes. Yeah, no, totally. That's so awesome. I'm yeah. so happy for you. We'll see where it goes. Yeah, we'll see. I yeah. Mean, yeah. <laughs> I know, yeah. You know, we, <laughs> you don't believe in the one or like everything is like rainbows and unicorns anymore. No, totally. Yeah. <laughs> but that's okay. Like, it's okay. You know, honestly, right. like if it doesn't work out, it's like, eh, you know, um, yeah. I'll find someone else or not. Right. I mean, <laughs> But it's just, it's just nice to have someone to hang out with um, and, you know, just to, to spend time with and enjoy life. No, totally. Um, all right. Going back to the, the running, you have Dopey and then, and then are you doing, you're doing Atlanta and then London? Is that the sequence of things? Yeah. So Atlanta, I'm coming to Atlanta to do the half. Woohoo! Um, yeah. I'm super excited about that. I'm actually, it's going to be kind of crazy because I'm, I have to work on that Saturday so I'm flying in like Saturday night and then they actually have, you can pick up your bib at the race. So I'm doing that. Okay. Um, but then I'm going to stay until Monday so I can hang out with people after okay. the Fine. race. So yeah, you're, it, you're, oh, you're missing the trials. I mean, yeah. I know that's not the reason necessarily yeah. for all of us to be there, but you're, you're going to come to run. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah. And then I'll be in New York for the NYC half. Oh, okay. In March. Yeah. So I'll see you twice. Yeah. Are you doing that race? Are you doing that? I am doing that race. I mean, it's so freaking cold. That's the only thing that like, I remember, Mm -hmm. like I wore ski pants one day. (laughs) 
when we one time two yeah. two, two winters ago yeah. it was freaking cold but um it's fun where yeah. are you staying so I'm staying I can't remember the name of the hotel but it is on it's on the upper west side okay um and I'm actually going to come for like five days just because I haven't been to New York in so long yeah. and I just want to take advantage and stay Let's for hang. a long weekend. Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. Yeah, good. So yeah. what, uh, like, it's on a Sunday. So you're coming like, what, Thursday or something? Thursday the... through Monday, I think. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Are you coming by yourself or are you bringing a boyfriend or? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, by myself, but okay. you know, if, we're, if we're still hanging out at that point, I might, you know. Right. Bring him with me. We'll see. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like interrogating you. I'm like, yeah. What's going on? Okay. So that's that. And then you are doing London. Yes. Or is that? Ah, yeah. That's so awesome. I know. I'm super excited. Ah, uh, I'm so jealous. Yeah. Oh, that's that's amazing. Who else is doing London? Is is uh is Diane doing London? Yeah, Diane will be there. Yes, yeah, so we're oh. doing it through marathon tours. Um, yeah. So not, we didn't get into the lottery, but doing yeah. it through marathon tours um, and a few, a few other people will be there as well. Oh, um, are you going to take off like a week to do, to hang there too? Yes. Yeah. So I'm doing um, through marathon tours. So I'm staying in London for like three or four days and then they have an extension in, um, in Scotland. So I'm going to go to Scotland for a few days after. Um, oh my gosh. Marathon. Yeah. I am so jealous. Super excited. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's the week after Boston. It, yeah. It's very close to Boston. Yeah. I know, I know the crazies in our group are doing both. <laughs> I know. I, yeah, I know. Yeah. Someone's doing both. They're a week apart. And then I hear like someone who does like, or one year someone did like Boston to London to Big Sur. Or something like I don't that. even know how that's physically possible. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Outrageous and crazy, yeah. but I mean, you can't even turn. Oh, I think, I think Lynn got into both. Lynn's doing like... both, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's not crazy at all, but not you know at what? all. No, but Lynn is Lynn. Um, yeah, she's Lynn, amazing. Yeah, she does like you know superhuman things. Yeah. So that's quite a you know schedule for you. Is that not? That's the first. That's a spring schedule. Do you have more on your schedule? Yeah, I, I have. <laughs> Oh gosh, you're like, wait, I'm not done yet. (laughs) Not even close. Oh, no, no, no. (laughs) So in May, I'm doing Bayshore half in Traverse City. I did the full. Oh, yeah. I did did the full tier. You signed up on that recently, like waiting to start another race. race. (laughs) Yeah, because it sells out in like 10 minutes. Oh my gosh. Um, The half does. Yes. Yeah, and I had done the full this year, and I loved it. It's such a beautiful course. Yeah. Um, It's actually a really super fast course for anyone who's interested in a beautiful race with BQ potential. But yeah. uh, But I did. I I had. It's over Memorial Day weekend. I just had the greatest experience there. I did it with uh, Sarah Han, who's um, also an MDRT. Yeah. And we both stayed in this really nice hotel, and we like with a rooftop bar. We just had such a fabulous time. Um, how far is that from you it's like a pretty good drive for me like four plus hours to okay get there. yeah I so just think close. Michigan and like everything's kind of there but I knew it yeah probably Michigan's wasn't that. actually super big yeah um, but you can actually fly there too but it's it's a really nice race I would definitely recommend that for anyone yeah. looking for a spring yeah race. I think Des Linden spectates it like yeah, well she off, lives up there often. yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah and it must be really beautiful area yeah 
So, yeah. um, so I'm doing that. And then the summer, I don't really have anything planned over the summer, fall. So I deferred, I deferred both Berlin and Chicago this year. Okay. Um, Berlin intentionally because it was, there was, I would have totally missed my daughter's birthday. So I'm doing yeah. Berlin in 2020. Okay. And then Chicago, you know, I deferred cause I got sick, uh, the week before. Right. The oh yeah. You were ready to go. And then literally you got pneumonia or something. I had pneumonia. <laughs> yes. It was, that was crazy. And I was totally, I had, like the week before the race, I had this fever and cough for like six days and I was in like total denial about it. I was like, Oh, it's just a viral thing. that will go away. And on Thursday before the race, I was at work. Like I continued working this whole time, like a crazy person. Of course. Um, I mean, because doctors don't get sick, right. especially yeah. infectious disease doctors yeah. no, don't it was get like sick. The hypocrisy of me working was completely right. ridiculous, but whatever. Right. <laughs> so I, the two days of the marathon, I was at work and I um, was, uh, I was going to this meeting that I go to every Thursday morning and I usually climb three flights of stairs to get to the meeting. And usually it's like, whatever, just run right up. But it, I had to stop three times on the way up one flight of stairs. Yeah. And I was like, something is really wrong. And I went to the meeting and everyone there was like, you look terrible. You need to leave. <laughs> and so I finally went to see my doctor that day. And she was like, Emily, you look terrible. Yeah. And I got a Did, chest x-ray. And yeah. Got, Did you know you were febrile? And oh, yeah, like totally. And I was like, med- I was just drugging myself. Um. And so I, she diagnosed me with pneumonia and I was like, do you think I could run a marathon in three days? She's like, no, no, you can't. And, and she was right. Like I actually looking back. No, but I remember you were like, well, I'm just going to start and maybe what, how I'll feel tomorrow. Yes. And we're like, okay, Emily, (laughs) Yeah, you do that. You go to sleep and maybe you'll miraculously be like totally fine. It was, it was. So, and at looking back at my, so looking back at my Strava uh, data for, uh, for October, I only ran four times in the month of October. Yeah. I literally, I couldn't run for like three weeks after yeah. that. It, Cause I, like, I just was so, and it was the first time I, in my life I'd ever experienced what like dyspnea actually feels yeah. like. It's terrifying. <laughs> right. It was really terrifying. Like not being able to breathe. Um, so anyway, now I'm like totally, I'm totally fine. Back to normal, back to training. Um, yeah. So that happens. So anyway, so I'm doing Chicago in 2020. I was running uh, for Leukemia and Lymphoma Society and they allowed me to defer my registration. Oh, uh, that's very nice. Which is, which is great. But then I'll be doing, you know, Berlin, Chicago, which are like very close to Yeah. Together. So Berlin is like September 20 something and yeah. Chicago is October like the beginning like yes. 10th or 11th There's, or 12th or something like I haven't that. looked at the dates but they may just be like a week apart I don't know but it's yeah it's, that's gonna be nuts you're in total denial yeah it, it's gonna be fine yeah and then yeah. Th- this is totally nuts but I really want to do New York in oh my god I know I really want to <laughs> it's my favorite race I love it so much it um, is it was my first marathon and so, you know, when I lived in New York City, and it's also like the 50th year of the marathon. Right? It is. The yeah. 50th year. So I feel like I need to do it just for so fun. So are you going to, well, obviously you're going to put your name in the lottery. I'll put um, my name in the lottery. We'll see what happens. Yeah. But if not, are you, you're like, I'm going to do team for kids or something. Like I don't that. know. I got to, I got to figure out how, how crazy I'm feeling. Um, 
but you know, I just love that race so much. And so when I lived in New York, I always spectated that race every year. And at that time I was not a runner. Like I only started running in 2015 and I, I remember watching the marathoners and I was just like, there's no way I could ever do that. Like ever. And now I've done it twice. Um, so it just shows you never know uh, what, what you can do of until you try. Yeah. No, so absolutely. I, I love that race so much. And I really, really want to do it next year. But we'll yeah, see. <laughs> I mean, now I've I, um, I've interviewed a couple people um, and I haven't put them out yet. But Stephanie um, Parks Zwicker and Chloe um, Alan Maycock, like they're the two ones before you. But literally, we sound like an advertisement of the <laughs> York City Marathon, like oh, <laughs> the so exact great. same like thing. They're like. The, this is the best marathon on the planet. It is. It's just it really amazing. Is. Yeah. <laughs> and so everyone think who, uh, thinks that I'm biased because I live here and yeah. like, I'll just be like, well, this is the best marathon. It's, no, it's all of us. We all, it's all yeah. of us. We're we all, all brainwashed. Yeah. And we are going to keep on saying it until everyone comes and runs this marathon because yes. it really... I mean, you feel like a rock star. You feel like yes. we all showed mm-hmm. up just to cheer for you. Like yeah. literally... And they'll scream your name constantly for 26.2 miles. But the end really sucks. Yes. Oh, sucks so bad. It sucks so bad. (laughs) But then you finish it. And then you you finish it and you have to shuffle like a mile and a half in the dark. That's the worst. (laughs) Like a zombie. Yes. (laughs) Um, But despite all that, people still come back. They somehow forget how terrible that part is. Yeah. Yeah. We won't talk about that part. It is just like a death march at the end. It is. And didn't you fall or something? Uh, So when I did it in 2017, I I twisted my ankle at like mile 13 when I was running (laughs) through one of the... um, the, the water station yeah you yeah the like mountain of like yes cups yeah and I totally sprained my ankle and I kept ignored going. it <laughs> like it, it hurt a little bit but at, by mile 18 I was like this is really bad but yeah. I just kept going and that was I actually ran the marathon like 10 minutes slower that year than I had the year before because I was like walking a lot toward the end uh, but like when you're a mile 18, it's like, are you really not going to finish? Right. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> so, yeah. So I just kept going, but I, I was out of commission for a few weeks after that. Cause my, <laughs> like, by the time I finished my ankle was like the size of like, a right. Mile. I remember was, that you were like, it was, it was gigantic. And then yes. you like, couldn't get home. You like found a petty yes. cab. Like, I did, so yeah. So, you know, Cause the race, you end up on the West side of the park and I was staying on the East side. Yeah. And I, that was the only time I've ever taken one of those, uh, like pedicabs because they charge by the minute, but I like saw one and I told this guy, I was like, I will literally give you all of my money. Yeah. All my sweaty money that's been with me for 26.2 miles, this soggy $20 bill. And so, yeah, I did. I did. Um, so that, that was rough, but I still, I still love it so much. Yeah. Well, from now on, you can always stay on the west side. Yes. You don't have to stay on the east side now. I am totally staying on the west side. Like, yes. Because getting over to the east side, such a pain after that race. Yeah. Exactly. Pro tip, stay near the finish line if you are doing the New York City Marathon. For Um, sure. Yes. Yeah. Upper west Mm -hmm. side. Where Laura lives, kind of. Yes, exactly. (laughs) It's it's great. Yeah. All right. Well, hopefully you'll... uh, 
you'll get a bib and it'll be your second trip to New York next year. So I hope least, so. Yeah. Fantastic. All right, Emily, I don't want to keep you too long. I'm sure you're getting paid to do many more important administrative duties in your office there. <laughs> right. Like yesterday when I spent the day, you know, shopping on Cyber Monday. <laughs> here. <laughs> of course. Yeah. What did you buy? Was there any like good deals that were missing? Well, I so I bought a bunch of stuff that I'd had my eye on uh, on the Athleta site because they had 20% off yesterday. Yes. Yeah. yes. So oh, there was some stuff where I love like, Athleta. justify yeah. paying the full price. So I did yeah. that. I really wanted to get some new Nike shoes, but like all the stuff that I wanted wasn't the stuff that was on sale on their uh, website. I was really annoyed by yeah. that. Yeah, they but, had yeah. a sale like a 20% sale on sale items um, yeah but like I saw that sale items and it was like that some of the shoes it was like the sizes were just like super picked over like they only right. in like size 11 or whatever right right so, right yeah so, so yeah that that was my my productive work that I did right yesterday. well yeah. now until the <laughs> <laughs> now until the the end of the year I'll be like looking through the sales so we'll see um uh, well, again, thank you for spending some time with me this morning. Yeah, um, thanks for you, having me. You have clinic at 1230? I do, yeah. And then you go all afternoon and then you pick up, oh no, your kids, you just dropped off, so. Yeah, so tonight I'm planning on going for a run. Yay. Up. Do you go, oh, one last one. Do you cross train and you do, oh, you were rowing and doing some. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Right. Yes. Although I, you don't row in the winter time. I'm no, no. I, I mean, I use the, like the rower. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I just this past summer took up uh, rowing, like, cr- like joined a crew team. Um, That's so cool. And, <laughs> no, I was thinking about this during uh, Kristen's uh, podcast because rowing is really like the ultimate cross training because it's yeah. really like a full body workout. Yeah. Building endurance, core. Uh, you have to put your back into it for sure. Yeah. Uh, legs, upper body. Like it's an amazing workout. Awesome. Um, so I was I was doing that over the summer a lot um, in the fall. Yeah. And um, so now I'm back to do, so I do orange theory like two or three times a week for my sort of strength slash cross training, which I really enjoy. Cool. um, In addition to, to running. Yeah. Yeah. What days, what days do you do that? So I kind of, it just really depends. Like each week I just sort of like look at my schedule and kind of figure out when it makes sense. Um, Yeah. You know, I can never really follow a training plan where you have to do certain runs on certain days. Like that just doesn't work for me. Yeah. Uh, so I just have to sit down each week and figure out, okay, this is what I'm going to do this run. And this is why, yeah. you know, go do my cross training. Um, that's, that's really the only way I figured out. It's taken me a long time to get to that point and to like acknowledge that, you know? Yeah. Um, but that's, that's just really what works for me with my work schedule and, you know, single parenting and all that. Yeah. Yeah, because you're like every other weekend, it's either like all or nothing. Exactly. Right? Like, yeah. And then the weekends yeah. I have my kids, I really don't run very much. It's just hard right. No, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like, why would you hire a babysitter? Or something yeah, to, like I could. Yeah, you but could, it's just, but I like, yeah. not to. Yeah. yeah. And when they're older, yeah. I'll be able to go out and, and run. Yeah. But right now, I just enjoy yeah. my time. And I honestly, I just value getting rest. Uh, sleeping yeah. is, is very important. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love sleep. It's like my favorite activity. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so. 
All right, Emily. Um, thanks a lot. Yeah, and... thank you again for doing this. It's no so amazing. problem. This is a fantastic conversation. So have a great day. You too. All right. Bye. Bye. Well, there you have it, folks. That was my conversation with Dr. Emily Stoneman. Thank you so much, Emily, for all your honesty, for being vulnerable to giving to this group so much. Um, We always learn uh, from other people and just from being able to share. And you're really going to encourage and inspire some other ladies in similar situations to just keep on going, to put one foot in front of the other. And um, we love you, Emily. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, Until next time, keep happy running. Mm